Welcome to Union City Radio for Sunday, December 18th. Here are highlights from last week's Union City Radio. It was already sort of a pretty popular thing by the time we decided to join, and we really decided just to join in solidarity with our fellow baristas all across the country. We really did it for the similar reasons, like solidarity being one big one, but also just wanting to be heard and wanting our voices to be known and our concerns to be known and actually get something um, you know, very meaningful out of the job. The voices of local Starbucks baristas Jillian O'Hare and Nalia Bassetti. We talked to them on last week's Your Rights at Work show. I think we all can say we love Starbucks and we loved our job and we love being baristas, um, but we wanted more satisfaction in doing it. We wanted to know that while we were working, we were being taken care of as well. Being part of this labor movement has fueled such a passion in me and not just me, so many like-minded young people across the country. And it is mind-blowing and such an honor to be such a part of this movement and and it wouldn't exist without the hard work of every single one of us across the country fighting for better rights at work for all of us. It was a year ago on this very day that the first Starbucks store organized in Buffalo, New York. Here's an audio postcard from last Friday's rally in Arlington supporting Starbucks workers. Let's make some noise for the Starbucks Workers United Workers! Now I enjoy a good cup of coffee, but my next cup of coffee is coming from a union shop. Look, I want to say first of all to all the baristas at Starbucks that's here, the fight that you are taking on is a fight that we are all in together. When Starbucks workers are under attack, we stand up right back! So let's keep standing up. Let's keep fighting back. We have your back. An audio postcard from last Friday's rally in Arlington supporting Starbucks workers. From a trade union point of view, maybe the worst thing about it is Musk's treatment of the people who work there. That's Eric Lee, founding editor of Labor Start, the labor movement's news and campaigning service, which recently organized a webinar on the use of Twitter. Musk? just sacked the people he didn't like. And then he went on to announce that everyone who remains at Twitter, this is after he locked everyone out, then announced if you want to come back and work here, be prepared to work massively long hours with no overtime. So he is a terrible boss. Labor starts Eric Lee. What do we want? When do we want it? Yeah! Here's an audio postcard from the rally at the U.S. Capitol Tuesday by rail workers and their union and congressional allies. You are the people that have kept our supply chain working. You've kept it from sinking and you've kept our livelihood intact. A rail strike is untenable and so is a world where rail workers are forced to go to work sick or penalized if they take a day off. So we are gonna continue to fight We're going to continue to organize, and we're going to continue to make sure that labor, the workers, will create the wealth for these companies, get their fair share of that wealth. An audio postcard from the rally at the U.S. Capitol on Tuesday by rail workers and their union and congressional allies.
Workers at the Maryland Office of the Public Defender on Tuesday won their union election, voting to certify ASME Maryland Council 3 as their exclusive bargaining representative. For too long, we've been discounted, disrespected, and undervalued, said Kalia Woods, an administrative aide with the Prince George's County OPD office. Decisions have been made that draw dividing lines between us and ultimately affect the work we're able to do for our clients. We have sent a message with this vote that we are standing together to say, not anymore. The workers are in two bargaining units spanning the entire state, covering over 600 workers at OPD. Highlights from last week's Union City Radio, available on your favorite podcast app. For this week's Labor Calendar, dclabor.org, click on Calendar. In today's labor history, on this date in 1991, General Motors announced it was closing 21 North American plants over the following four years, slashing tens of thousands of jobs. Today's labor quote is by Deborah Sampson, the first known woman to impersonate a man in order to fight in the Revolutionary War. Her family was poor, so as a girl, young Deborah became an indentured servant. Deborah Sampson, who said, Wrought upon at length, you may say, by an enthusiasm and frenzy that could brook no control, I burst the tyrant bands which held my sex in awe, and clandestinely, or by stealth, grasped an opportunity which custom and the world seemed to deny as a natural privilege. Union Union City Radio is supported by our friends at Union Plus. Find out more at unionplus.org. This has been Chris Garlock. See you on the line.